Reagan, and I am so excited to get to talk to y'all today. We have some awesome things that we want to talk about, and I have two very special guests with me, Darcy and Darla. Both of them just graduated from Houghton High School. Go Bucks! <laughs> yes, and so I'm going to let each of them introduce themselves, and so Darla, tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um, well, I'm 19. Darcy is my twin. Um, I did just graduate from Houghton High School, and I will be a missionary for a year in the Philippines with the International Mission Board. That's awesome. Okay, Darcy, on to you. Hey, y'all. I'm Darcy. I also graduated from Houghton High School. I am actually in seven days going to East Texas Baptist University to study um, Christian ministries and minor in children's ministry to be a children's minister someday so that is so awesome I'm so excited for both of y'all that's awesome so um I had a question that I wanted to ask both of y'all because I just love asking people this question but if you think you had one word that represented your walk with Christ what would it be okay um mine would be hope um a lot in my life just it's been hard and so the what really just keeps me going is hope um, and the strength that God has given me. That's awesome. Darcy, what about you? So I think my word would be um, sovereignty, that God is sovereign over everything, because I think everything in my life is so messy a lot of times, and the one thing I can trust is that God is in control of my life, and that no matter what place and what like whatever I'm doing in my life that I know and trust that, okay, God is in control and I'm not in control of the situation, so let me just be obedient to him. That is so awesome. That's <laughs> truly great. So I know I just said y'all have both just graduated from high school and that is so crazy to think about. I don't have to think about that for two more years, so <laughs> I'm happy about that. So, um, what were your biggest worries, you think, like graduating and moving on? Like, what were your biggest worries that you had and the worries that you still have? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, mine was, um, okay, so going to a new country is kind of, you know, it's new for me. I've never even, if, if the state isn't touching the Gulf, I haven't been there. So, <laughs> I mean, we don't live far from Arkansas, and I've never been there. So, um, you know, mo like doing new things, I'm very open to. But um, I didn't really expect to be an international missionary um, straight out of high school. Um, and so, for me, I was just kind of, like, when it, when it came to senior year, and then even now, kind of worried about the next step. What's after that? Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, the biggest thing for me is just saying, okay, you know what? We don't have to worry about that because God has it in control. God has the next step in control. And uh, a friend of mine, when I was in the waiting season of, like, it, I didn't know what, I didn't apply to be an international missionary until January of this year. And so when you're a senior, everyone's like, oh, what are you doing, like, in August? And I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, God's going to tell me. So back in November, I was starting to look, look at things, and I was just kind of worried about, uh, what what am I doing? Like, just but in, for me, I'm learning to enjoy the waiting season, enjoy where God puts me at, and so even like I have 22 days before I leave, so enjoying those 22 days here, um, and like taking each moment as like saying, "Wow, thank you, Lord, for this day." Instead of, "Okay, what's the next step after this?" and like yeah. planning a year and ahead, um, but also leaving my family, something new, leaving my twin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like with my health issues, I was I didn't even know if international was plausible, and so um, you know, kind of a little bit worried about that, and just um, trying to keep going without being anxious and those type yeah. of things. So I love that what you said about the waiting season, and Darcy, after mm -hmm. you go, I think I'm gonna want to talk about that some more <laughs> because mm -hmm. that is so awesome. But Darcy, um, what about you? Yeah, so, I don't know, going off to anywhere, um, I'll only be an hour away, but there's just a lot of, like, worries of, like, what is going to be next? And yeah. um, going and making another place home is just kind of scary because you have to find, like, friends, um, which, like, 
is easy but then you're also like oh like what do they really like me you know and just like that new thing and trying to find a church in a place where um I feel like genuinely welcome and I have such an awesome community here it's hard to do that especially I'm very close to my parents so like knowing I'm leaving them is Mm -hmm. just like a little hard for me and um like financial things and just things that like I didn't really worry about before and like knowing I'm about to have to have all these responsibilities um has been a huge worry like fear coming into my life and yeah just knowing that Darla's going away for a year we've never been (laughs) apart for that long so um that just knowing like that's a huge worry that I won't see her for a year so yeah that's really tough that yeah, I can see <laughs> you yeah. were together for literally, like, what, 18 years? 19, yeah. Oh, 19, <laughs> gosh, y'all are old. <laughs> yeah. Um, Darla, what you said about waiting season, I've been, that has been, like, so heavy on my heart lately, and I feel like there are so many people who are going through that as well, like, more than ever, I've, like, what everybody posts about having a wait whether that be what you're going through now or even, like, in relationships where you're having to wait. And I think that is so awesome. And just, you know, because waiting is so hard. And I think because it is so hard to trust in God when you don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what both of y'all said, you know, y'all are just scared about what's next, what's mm-hmm. going to yeah. happen. And that is truly, like, so relatable. And it's so hard to trust God when you don't yes. know what's coming next. <laughs> For real. Like, yeah. Yeah. We really just want to be like, hey, God, can you just give me, yeah. like, a sneak peek, like, what's going to yeah, happen? Exactly. Because I, I, want, I need to know. Yeah. And, like, especially for me, I'm one of those people, like, I have to have – every single second of the day planned out (laughs) on a trip because Mm -hmm. I need to know exactly what we're doing. Like, I do not want to go, like, a single second by just, like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And so, like, y'all going off to college and going off on a mission trip, like, that must be really scary, like, really not knowing what's coming next. But um, so how have y'all, like, built y'all's trust in God during this you know, this season of not knowing what's coming next. Like, what have y'all done in y'all's spiritual life to kind of help that? Yeah, um, like for me, it's been, a lot of that just stems from anxiety. And when you take the time and you say, Lord, like, why am I even scared about this? Why am I even worried? And you break that down and you're like, okay, well, what can, and I got actually a lot of this from the Unstoppable Bible Study from Candace Cameron Bure, um, and, but breaking it down and saying, okay, well, what can I, what can I take care of right now, and what do I need to give, mm-hmm. like, I'll give it all to God, but what can I absolutely not take care of, and what can I, what can I say, okay, let's, let's take this right now, and let's put it into action, let's do something about it, um, but also just during those waiting seasons is growing, doing as much as you can. Because, like, mm-hmm. I guess especially when it comes to missions, um, everyone's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm so excited to be challenged this year. But, like, I need to already be challenging myself. I need to already yeah. be in the word, you know, already taking those steps that I'm going to be taking over there. Um, you know, starting that now. Um and when it truly comes to, I'm, I'm in a single Pringle my entire life. And so when it comes <laughs> to relationships, um, so specifically, it's praying. I mean, even for friendships. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have, um, I kind of let go of my friends in eighth grade and was praying for some strong Christian friends. And uh, I've been so blessed, especially this past year with so many different friends from different grades and like you. And um, it's just been really wonderful. But praying for those and being, um, you know, like very uh truthful with those relationships being very like vulnerable and opening up your heart to uh just what god has and so building when it comes to waiting in general just building your spiritual relationship and um taking control of that there's one song that's really just been my anthem the past few weeks is control by for king and country and it's saying Mm -hmm. like i give up control Mm -hmm. i give it to you lord um because we want to control everything and i'm a very spontaneous person but because of just letting the anxiety come over you and so putting um we learned this at camp it's like belief action um 
and I don't know something else, feeling I don't know something like that. But it's putting belief into every single part of your life mm-hmm. and uh, realizing what your faith is standing on. If it's yes. just your thoughts, it's not gonna hold. You know, it has to be your actions, your words, um, your, like putting it first. If you can't take an hour of your morning for God, if you can't take that out, um, like tomorrow then what, what's holding you from that? If you can't mm-hmm. wake up early, if you can't, you know, do whatever, then we're not putting it first. And you are not going to yeah. grow in that waiting season if you aren't putting God first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can agree with that so much. And I know so many times where you're, when you're in a waiting season, it is so easy to think about what I don't have right now. You yeah. know, what, what did I lose? What do I not have? Exactly. What am I waiting on? Instead of thinking about what can, what can I do right now? What what does God want to do through me right now? Yeah. Because God always has a purpose, and we know mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. every, every single season of our life, no matter what it is, He has a purpose. Yeah. And I think that is so amazing. And I just remember, I think I was reading in Philippians and Paul being in prison, and he said, I am in chains for Christ. You know, he isn't worrying about like, oh, my gosh, I'm in prison. This is so <laughs> awful. But he is thinking, yeah. you know, what can I do right now? What does God want to do through me right now? Even though I'm in this situation that maybe isn't the most comfortable for me, what can I do? And I think that is just like such an awesome like mindset to have, you know. Mm -hmm. What does God have for me here? Because every single season of our life, we do not just stumble and end up there, but we are put there for a purpose. And so often we waste time by worrying about why we're here and what mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing, how we can get out of this. And that's prayer, too. So many yeah. times we pray to be out of a situation, and I learned this recently. Instead, we need to be learning, uh, praying about what we can learn right now, what God is trying to do through us right now, and how we can grow in our situation, and just to receive strength to get through it and yeah. not just avoid it. Yeah. But, yeah. Darcy, so what have you been doing in your waiting season? Yeah, so um, for me, my biggest thing is surrendrance. Like, I yes. 100, <laughs> yeah, I like agree. 110% have no idea what's coming next. Um, I mean, I know a little bit, but um, really don't know much. And so I just need to be obedient and surrender to God. Um, and that is, like, very hard. So, um, like, they were taught like Darla was talking about um you just like you never know what God has in store for you and like whatever is causing you like you always need to um be in the word because whatever is causing you to sin get rid of it is like a big thing I've been like trying to just surrender to God like if if my time if I'm wasting time on other things like I'm getting rid of it like let's get mm-hmm. rid of it and it's a it's mm-hmm. like a process and this is struggle too like just being able to be like, okay, God, I'm surrendering this to you. Like, I know I'm sitting in this area, so I'm giving it to you. Even Mm -hmm. if it's, it's like, not necessary sin, but, like, it's too much busyness, like, give that to God and, like, take more time for him. Um, Like, surrenderance and obedience have just been, like, huge things in my life. And, like, earlier this year, I wasn't even planning on going to (laughs) (laughs) ATU until March. So, like, Darla said, like, you know, people were like what are you gonna do and I was like you know I I guess I'll just go to community college like I don't really know and um that was literally it and then I went (laughs) on a mission trip with um three people who are actually going to HBU and they were like you should come Darcy like come apply (laughs) you you should come and I was like you know what I'll do it so I applied and I after I applied I had so much like excitement and peace and like I did not before and um not that like God would totally use me wherever I am if Mm -hmm. I'm obedient to him but like I totally knew in that like once when I got accepted I'm like okay God wants me here and just that excitement and peace like when you surrender to God he's gonna fulfill you and like he's gonna bless you and he's gonna give you that peace and just that joy in that area and so I'm the biggest thing just like pray about it like Mm -hmm. I was like God if you want me to go here open the doors and he did and he's continually 
providing for me yes. like in so many different ways like I already have awesome roommates I'm so excited about and like he provided that very quickly and he's like providing uh, financially and other things just like giving me so much peace and um, prayer surrenderance obedience is like the three biggest things I've been doing um, and like just learning to trust God through it all so yeah yes. what, what you said with that like um I've had to like fast from things and I like was always so bad about that but um I actually I started last night I was like okay we're not, we're doing this <laughs> um with YouTube and like Instagram mm-hmm. because it affects my mind so much like yes. there's so much just hot mess going on in there and so yeah. from or just even comparing yourself but for me it's mm-hmm. a huge just it negativity 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 yeah. and so like taking that out um and like my mind and thoughts affect so much in my life and mm-hmm. so if your attitude if your mind is not right then you're I mean I don't even want to get in the word if I'm not like yeah. Yeah. if I'm more focused on those things or like what's even the purpose like I just yeah. <laughs> it yeah. affects so much it's like, um and so just taking those out and changing your attitude is a huge thing like yeah taking that authority and like saying okay we're gonna do this yes I think that is so awesome. And, like, what y'all are saying about Darcy, like, you about surrenderance and Darla about control, mm-hmm. like, I can relate to that so much. And, mm-hmm. like, my favorite song, like, for the past several months has been Jaira. And, you know, Hi. that means he will provide. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. it's you know, it says, I will be content in every circumstance. Jaira, hard to sing you sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? It is. It It's so hard. But, you know, there's that point where you had to realize, like, when there is nothing else that you can do, and you just had to say, you know what, like, God, I'm not enough, mm-hmm. but you are. And I think that is when I had to completely flip my mindset. You know, I'm thinking, like, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. But, you know, and then I had to think, I'm not, but he is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all in all, it's not Amen. about me, but it's all about him. Yes. And it's all about how I can bring <laughs> <laughs> it's all about how I can bring glory to him. And, um... If I'm not enough, he is. And, you know, he is my rock, and he is my firm foundation. That has truly been, like, my big thing recently. And, you know, as long as you put your faith in the Lord, he is going to provide for you. And, you know, sometimes it's not even the ways that we think, but it ends up being better for us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he doesn't give us what we want, but he gives us what we need. Like, I listened to a sermon the other day, and it was called Rip Up Your List by Mike Todd. Y'all know who that is? Uh, I think I've seen stuff, but I haven't like yeah. heard him. Yeah, really. yeah, well, I've heard him. Yeah. He, he's awesome. And so it was like, you know, write down everything you want, like everything you expect for yourself. Like, a, like I want a six-figure job, and I want to <laughs> have six kids, and I want to be married when I'm 24. And, like, honestly, I'm like one of those people. I'm like, I want to get married young, and, yeah. and like have a good life and be, like, good financially. And, you know, when you – grow up and then that's not what happened for you you get so frustrated and then sometimes we get frustrated with God because we're like God this isn't what I wanted Mm -hmm. but God's like it was never about you know like what you want but it was about what I need for you to do Mm -hmm. because he has a plan for us and so many times when we take control like you said and we don't surrender things, like you said, Darcy, we get in the way of what God has for us. Yeah. And we destroy our own lives. Yeah. Which <laughs> is, yes. it can be so bad because we are getting in our own way of having true purpose. And, like, when we get in the way, like, we aren't ever going to be fulfilled because what we want isn't going to fulfill us. But yeah. God has this true purpose set before us that is going to fulfill us, you know? So really just trusting in God and what he has to do through us. So, yeah, Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I I agree, (laughs) and I heard this thing. It's like, um, if you want to make God laugh, show him your plans. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) which is, like, so true. So, so true, because I can tell you, like, this is not where I saw myself, Mm -hmm. like, when I was, like, 13 or 16, you know, yeah. like, yeah. God has... In August. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even when I went on that mission trip, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be seeing or whatever. And um, then it was like, oh, yeah, like, the next Friday, I was telling everybody that I got into each and they're like, what? Like, I didn't know you were <laughs> yeah. about that. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, like, God told me. And so it's just, 
it's so amazing when you're like, okay, God, like here, like I'm giving you my plans away because that's totally not what happens. But like the goodness of God that like when we do do that, he totally like blesses us with such a better plan. And I'm like, thank you, God, Mm -hmm. Uh, because my plans, I mean, if my plans were like the same when I was like five, (laughs) that would be horrible right now. I'd be like a ballerina or something. I'm just so blessed that God like continues to use me through it all. And like you were talking about songs. My, one of my songs is like, um, and if I fight, I'll fight on my knees. And like, um, when my hands lift at high, like I'll praise you and stuff like that. Yes. Like that is, we go through so many crazy things. Like, um, everyone does, and like mm-hmm. s- spiritual warfare is so real. Yes, <laughs> um, oh my gosh. And yes. just like when you go through those crazy things, knowing that like, okay, I have no control over this, yeah. and I have no idea what's gonna happen. I'm s- like, there's a lot of fear that happens through those things, but I'm just gonna praise you, and I'm yeah. gonna like lift your name up through it all, and. That's been my biggest thing because I can tell you some crazy stories, but like <laughs> God has totally, you know, through those things, yeah. it may not have worked out my way, but God yes. has totally blessed me. And growing it. in those things. Yeah. Yes. Big thing. Yes, that's so awesome. And about like that song, I remember I just went to Big Stuff, which was so awesome. Yeah. Yes. And it was the last night, and uh, my youth pastor Jonah, he was like, I want y'all to write, You Are Enough in the Sand. Like, and leave it for someone, or maybe it's for yourself. And, you know, that was, like, something I always struggled with was, like, Mm -hmm. am I enough? But as I was writing that in the sand, it was, like, I realized it was, like, there's something in my mind. It was, like, this isn't for me, but, like, this is me telling God, like, you were enough for me. And thing is, like, if we don't have God and have everything we want in this world, then we have nothing. Yes. But if you have nothing and have God, then you have everything. You have yes. everything you'll ever need because God is going to provide for you yes. always and forever. Yep. You know that verse? Um, like, he He feeds the birds and he clothes the whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah the uh, yeah. sparrows. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> so, like, why do you not think he will provide for you? Yes. And you're like, dang. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Real. Like, yeah. these little birds flying around, like, they're thriving. Like, mm-hmm. why do I think God's going to abandon me? And, like, he never will. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite verse, oh, my gosh, i got to pull it up. Romans 8, 38 through 39. And I swear I'll never stop talking about this verse <laughs> because I just think it is so awesome. Um, because it truly just talks about God's inseparable inseparable love for us Mm -hmm. and I just I can never stop talking about this verse to people because I'm like this this is the verse Mm -hmm. because it says (laughs) for I'm sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord Mm -hmm. like nothing no matter what we do, no matter how far away we run, mm. no matter how much time we spend worrying about, oh, what am I going to do? Like, like yeah. <laughs> this person left me. God, what am I going to do? And he's like, but you still have me. Mm, like, yeah. you're so worried about not having this guy or not having this girl, like this friend leaving you. Like, what about me? Like, mm. I've been here this whole entire time. Like, I literally created you. And it's just like, I feel like sometimes we tend to rely on other things first instead of coming to God first. And that's something I've been having to learn, you know. I don't need to go, like, run to my best friend first when something horrible happens to me, but I need to come to God and just say, God, like, here I am. Like, help me heal through this and just really, like, truly, like you said, surrender. Mm -hmm. Because he loved me first. He loved me before my mom even knew I existed. Mm -hmm. He had a plan for me from the start. And he, if he has a plan for you, he is going to make a way for you. And he always has a way, which I think is so awesome because when I can't see a way, he does. But, like, the thing with um, Moses, like, he literally carved a way through the sea. Like, who would have seen that one coming? (laughs) Darcy has this cool thing she saw. So I have a lot of insecurity when it comes to, like, knowing mm-hmm. that God called me to be mm-hmm. a leader in the church. And 
Um, I saw this and it like really gave me so much. It's exactly peace. what you were yes. just talking about. And it <laughs> says, when you feel completely overwhelmed and the task before you is completely outside your ability, remember, God didn't ask Moses to part the sea. He asked him to raise his staff. Do what God yes. asks you to do, and God will do what only He can yes. do. Yes, that, that is that. so <laughs> awesome. And I'm like, Amen, Amen, Amen. Yes. Because yes. it's so true. Like it is. He will equip yeah. equip you. Yes. like whatever he calls yeah. you to do that's like a big thing it's not like your ability it's yeah God. you he doesn't call the equip yeah. but he yeah. equips the call yes yes yep. that is yeah. so awesome and not being afraid of that like are your insecurities yes. your flaws will god still use that just mm-hmm. like use moses with a stutter yes. and don't be jonah running away because <laughs> God, god's gonna take care of it yeah. yes i think that is so mm-hmm. awesome i truly love the story of moses because mm-hmm. he truly like you wouldn't think you know someone to go like talk to these people and free the slaves you wouldn't want to pick the person who can like barely get a word out yeah like who would think but god is like i'm going to use you and i'm going to equip you and you know god asked not god um moses he was like yeah i think i might need someone and so he gave him someone who Mm -hmm. was that was it like his brother his brother oh i said this at camp and one of the girls corrected me so it's either aaron or andrew it's one of them (laughs) one of them one of those names (laughs) because i I think i said aaron and she said it was andrew Um, or the opposite it's one of those someone knows (laughs) someone knows knows. (laughs) yeah it's an a (laughs) yes and i just thought that was so awesome you know Whatever, like, God isn't just going to, like, send you on a mission and not give you what you need, Mm -hmm. but he he truly is going to provide for you, however that is, and um, I just remember, like, being at the beach and being in that, like, point of surrender, and just these women walked up to me and just prayed over me, and I was just like, this is the most amazing thing, and he truly just spoke to me, like, in the way that I needed, and I, oh, God's speaking to you, I remember sitting in my car, and I made a video about this, because, you know, I had just lost someone, they they didn't die, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, like, we weren't, like, friends anymore, and I was just so upset about it, and I was like, God, how am I supposed to get over this person, you know, what am I supposed to do, like, I love them so much, and you know, like, I thought they loved me, but they left. What am I supposed to do? And God just said, fall in love with me. And I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and it's so true. Yeah. Because when you indulge yourself in the word of Christ and just who he is, not who we are or who we need or anything. Because like I said earlier, we don't need anything but God. And yeah. because he provides and he will make a way. And I don't know what's coming next, but I'm like, you know what? Right now I have God, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about spiritual warfare, oh, yeah. Like yeah. Satan, <laughs> I swear, he is, like, trying to make me sad. You know, sometimes you're like, I really need to turn on the Olivia Rodrigo. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> just have, like, a couple hours of sadness or whatnot. But, like, that is what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he wants you to get he down. He wants you to sit in that. Yes. In that. Like, it is... It is okay for you to be sad. Mm -hmm. It is okay to weep, and it is okay to have those moments of grief. But God doesn't want you to stay there because God wants you to get up. But Satan will tell you, no, 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 like, I just need to sit here. And that is also when you need some friends to tell you, you know what, like, we're done sitting here. Like, we cried, we did this, but now I need you to get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't want friends who keep you mad when you're mad and just like, oh, yeah, they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't need friends like uh, that. We need yeah. friends who are going to yeah. encourage us to get up and to keep walking the walk. Yeah. You know? That quite literally is like this past year for me is like with my health is I was just in that in like a year of grieving it, like grieving my old self, grieving like the one that was stronger physically but knowing, like, through that, I've grown uh, spiritually, and I've grown stronger from that, and I'm on the other side of it. But in th- when I was in the pit, it's hard to see the other side, and so you just have to trust. And mm-hmm. um, like you did say, like, having those friends, I mean, I had those friends that were like, okay, we got this. We're going to do one step at a time. We're going to keep going, mm-hmm. keep just having the joy that's only found in Christ. And so that's a big yes. Thing. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. Tr- friends, truly, they make such a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, also I think some friends are good for, like, seasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I've learned that and it's yeah. hard. It's hard to, like, realize that yeah. it's only for a season. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been going through that, like, so hard, you know. And, I mean, it does make you really anxious. Like, mm. that is one of those things because, you know, you get a friend and you're like, I never want them to leave. But then, you know, they do. And then you realize, you know, they helped me with this. Mm. But now I'm trying to move out of that. Yeah. And moving from one season to another can be kind of hard because you get yeah. so comfortable yes. in that one season, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there are so many people, you know, they're so used to being single. And then when it comes to being in a relationship and they're not ready to trust mm-hmm. another person, they're just like, wait. And, you know, because yeah. they, they got comfortable being single. There are people who are in a relationship and then you get single and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not used to this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, I mean, it's mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. And you know, seasonal friends, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of upsetting, because you're like, ah, I have to let go, yeah, and you know, sometimes it's not what we want, but like we were talking about earlier, like, God always has something better, yes, he does, and that is so true, you know, what I think is the best right now, God is like, oh, you haven't even seen it, like, you haven't even seen what I have planned for you, and I think, like, that's like the root of our anxiety most of the time, you know, what's next, you know, like, I I don't know what I'm going to do, like, I don't know how this is going to go, you know, it's just worry, like, yeah. worry about what we're going to do, you know, because we, we aren't in control, yeah. because when you aren't in control, then that anxiety sets in, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, like, yeah. oh, no, I don't know what to do, but um, God always provides, he, he always makes a way, and it will always, 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 always be better than what we have planned. Yeah. Every single time. The seasonal uh-huh. things make life sweeter, honestly. Yes. And it's it's sweet to like see, okay, God, I saw what you were doing and thank mm-hmm. you for those people. Thank yeah. you for that time. Um, because you know I needed it. Yeah. Mm. To be able to look back, I love looking back in my life and being like, you know what? Like I really hated that during the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it truly just it it makes you grow. Yeah. Growing, you know. It just, what is that verse? You know, the perseverance character. Romans 5, 3 through, uh, yeah, 3 through 5. Um, do uh, Rejoice in your suffering. That suffering uh-huh. produces perseverance. Perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. Those were my, yes. that was my verse, and persever- perseverance was my word for last year. Yeah, And that was my verse, and it's incredible. It just keeps, uh-huh. keeps you going, truly, it's just knowing that you keep growing. Yes, because it's so true because we get in, like, that pit, and we're just like, there's nothing for me now. But, you know, like, I can look back at things in my life, and, you know, like, I used to have that eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I was in that and could choose to be out of it, like, I would have. But God used that. And if I had never gone through that, then I, I wouldn't even have the relationship with God I had now because that is what sparked me spreading the gospel and making the videos and like that is literally why I'm sitting here talking about all the good things Christ Mm -hmm. has done for me now and you know when you're in the middle of that pit it's hard to talk about the good things but what I have been doing recently when I find myself getting down I turn up the worship music Mm -hmm. because worship is just such a good weapon you know it is It is because, you know, just because, like I said, we don't want to sit in it, but we want to praise God and be like, God, you know, I don't know what you're going to do, but I do know that it will turn out for good. And um, there's that verse. Mm, <laughs> I can't think of it. Oh, yes. John 13, 7. Uh, what I'm doing now, you don't understand, but afterward you will understand. And I feel like so many times, you know, we are in that spot where we're like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do? You know, how is, how is this going to be purposeful? Like, yeah. we can't see the yeah. purpose in it. And then afterwards, we're like, man, yeah, yeah. he did make a way. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. Yeah. And yeah. what you were kind of saying with Paul er, earlier was, I think I always think of Paul and Silas and how they were in the <laughs> prison and they were worshiping. If I was in a prison, y'all, I would not be worshiping. I'd be like, like get I me was out of here. I was just telling people about you, Jesus. And now I'm in the prison. Um, and you can either sit in that, you can either be angry in that, you yes. can either stay in your frustration, or what they did was worship. And yes. then God took care of it, and they brought people to Jesus. Um, 
because they obeyed and they, you know, worshipped in that. Even though they didn't see what God was going to do, they obeyed and yes. they worshipped. And that's what we need to do for sure because it, I mean, literally so much can come out of that if you just keep worshiping if you just keep saying okay yes. god i don't know the plans but i'm going to trust you jeremiah 29 11 yes. my verse since i was younger you know um just trusting god that he has he has the purpose he has the future and that will give us yeah. hope yeah and like um i totally agree like with both of y'all like when darla um was talking about like i just went through a season of like sickness too like me and darla we have health <laughs> issues yeah and um i just felt became super numb and yeah. like you were saying Reagan like you don't want to stay in that well like it's hard also like not yes. to look back and be like I wasted that time of my yes. life yes and <laughs> do not do that to yourself yes. because like mm. I went it was a couple months of just like numbness and sickness mm. and like I'm just like oh my gosh like I totally wasted yep. that time and like yeah. I hate myself for it but like do not stay in that like yeah. move on and like use you that still for have god's the next glory day. Yes. you still have today like okay yes. yeah it's so easy like, to look in the past yeah. i spent that time being like numb to the world and just like like literally i was just sick and so i like stayed in my bed and watched tv and like that's all i did and i hate that that was my life for like two months and but that was that was and I just don't want to, like, live in that, and I want to keep continually, like, saying, like, yeah, I went through this hard time, um, and I didn't see a way out, honestly, but how God did give me a way out, mm -hmm. and, like, yes. how um, I'm, I do have to say, I'm not healed from that, but God mm -hmm. has healed me, like, spiritually, yes. has yes. been, like, okay, um, I, I hope I'm healed on this side of heaven, but I don't know, but I did lose my hope that God, I'm, like, God, you're that not going to heal me. Too, yeah. You're not going to heal me. I believe you will heal, but that's the one thing you cannot forget. Like, we, the a lot power. of times we're like, mm -hmm. okay, I believe God makes everything beautiful, but not me. Yeah. And I believe oh, God can heal, but yes. not me. And do yeah. not, do not limit God to that. God is going to use yeah. whoever he wants to use in powerful and amazing ways. And you yes. got to say, okay, God, like, I believe you're going to heal me. I believe you're going to yeah. use me. And then and once you do yeah. that, he does, like, yeah. in different oh. ways. Maybe not completely healed. Like, both of us are not mm -hmm. completely healed physically. But I'm such in a better place, anxiety-wise and mentally. And I'm able to be off medicine. Like, I was on types of chemotherapy for my health. And I'm off of that. And, I, you know, oh the doctor wow. said, you wouldn't be able to walk if you like when you're older if you weren't still on this medicine and i'm off and Dang. so i mean yeah. praise god for how he's brought both of us through um i mean just within this year literally like this has been non-stop and um and so like really truly he he brings you out of that but you have to like give it to god you have to say yeah like i i believe it and that song by katie nicole um i speak the name of jesus like she talks about that and she says um i pray for your healing that circumstances would change and it's like yes i pray for that i believe that and i'm going to like trust you and take the steps i need to change that and to change my mind and uh renew it with your word truly yes and like what you were saying about like you can heal this but like you can't heal me mm -hmm. i literally and i have it right here why do i feel like an exception yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I I just went through a time that where was I was, and this is what you were saying about like having to fast from things, mm -hmm. TikTok. Because I would go on there and people are like, "Yes, live my best life, healing from this breakup." And then I'm <laughs> sitting here and I'm just like, "But why not me? Mm -hmm. Like, why haven't I healed? Like, and then I'm just like, maybe I'm not meant to be healed. Maybe yeah. I'm just." Maybe I'm just supposed to be like this. Maybe I'm just supposed yeah. to be broken like this. Maybe yeah. I'm supposed to feel like this forever. And everyone else is going to he get healed, but maybe just not me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is so easy to feel like the exception. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially when you're looking at the highlights of people's mm -hmm. lives, mm -hmm. which I think is why social media can be so toxic, because it is literally just the highlights of everyone's life. And you're just like, why isn't mine like that? Everyone has their fair share, but not everyone is going to share it. Yeah. And that that's the thing. And because it's messy. Yeah. Our lives are messy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times we don't want people to know that. Uh -huh. yeah. We don't want to see them. Like, we don't want them to see us bawling our eyes out at mm -hmm. 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want them yeah. to see us, you know. And I think especially as Christians, because 
sometimes we don't want people to know that, like, after we say we trust in God so much, that sometimes we don't want to show how hurt we are. And I think that's something I had to get past because I felt like a failure as a Christian for being in so much pain because I was like, God, I want to trust you, but I can't. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I can't. And I felt like such a failure. Mm -hmm. And I think that was truly Satan getting to me Mm -hmm. because it just really discouraged me. But then I had to realize, you know, like feeling pain, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay because we are broken. Yes. And, you know, we are forgiven and we are saved. But, you know, there is still sin in this world and we are still going to feel pain because of that. And we need to speak about it. Yes. Like people, if you're still in that pit, it's okay. Like we're like I'm still struggling all every single day. We all are. And the thing is like back in December, I was I was really struggling in January and stuff like that. And I went and I spoke somewhere. And the thing is I spoke about what I was going through right mm-hmm. then. And the thing is like you can be in that pit and that's life. Like the best things you can do is go is just keep going yeah. and every single season, every single like bump in the road it, you know, our lives aren't just like pretty straight lines. Yes. They're up, down, crooked to the left, to the right. Yeah. Like there are swirls everywhere. And so that's our lives. And you need to be able to, especially as Christians, be able to like say, I'm not perfect. I'm yes. broken. And he's yeah. like exactly what you said. I'm broken. But he's the one that mends us. And yes. to just be like so vulnerable and honest in those because you're yeah. not the only one struggling. And no. like when I went to camp and I had my 12th grade discussion group, we really talked about that. And that was just super awesome because like a few months ago, I was like, you know what, like how am I supposed to speak if I'm like really struggling right now? Well, talk about your struggles. Talk about yes. literally what you're going through because it's not just the other side. And mm-hmm. when you're in the pit, you can't always see the other side. And you're like, well, I just don't even not about it. I don't want to even think about that. I don't even want to keep going. And I just want to stay where I am. You get so comfortable yeah. in that and in the hurt and the brokenness of this world. And when people talk about it, you it it doesn't just become silent. And it's so easy in the church. Yeah specifically to try to hide that and or to pass judgment on people that are going through those things and it's like no (laughs) i see you god sees you we see your brokenness and i'm broken too and god just still loves us and i love you and just say making it an open conversation is so important that is so awesome Mm. so i have one last question for y'all before we close and that would be what advice would you give to any girl who is struggling with moving to the next phase of their life um my biggest advice was is to say yes Mm -hmm. just say yes um the biggest reward I will ever have in life is when I go and see Jesus and he says well done my good and faithful servant and I know that's like hard to imagine because I don't you know obviously like I I don't know when I'm going to die, but, like, you feel like it's forever <laughs> away. And so I'm just, like, you don't really think about that. But when Jesus told me and and said, come and follow me, mm-hmm. when he told me that, and I and I, choo- I, and I choose to say yes every day, um, and sometimes, you know, I'm not perfect, so I yeah. make mistakes, and that's totally, you know, that's life, and we're sinful. But when you say yes to God, um, just do it and be obedient um, because the reward is so abundant and, like, yes. so awesome. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, a huge advice I have to say is I'm a super insecure person, and Darla will totally agree to that. <laughs> um, I'm always like, what are they going to think about me? Like, what are mm-hmm. like, am I going to have friends and, like, what if blah, blah, blah. Like, do they actually hate me? Like, are they faking? You know, all those <laughs> kinds of things. But Jesus chose his 12 disciples were the people no one liked and that's that's one thing i have to remind myself um and if y'all watch the chosen chosen matthew um, yeah and like just watching that yeah um but like he says get used to different so Mm -hmm. life is going to be so different when you say yes to god's plan for your life Mm -hmm. but it's about to be amazing because like if you just read and 
see like all the awesome things yes. that they mm. like live through and like miracles happen when you say yes to God yes. and amazing like plans happen when you say yes to God and people's lives are changed when you say yes to God and depression and chains and everything is gone and broken when you yes. say yes to God so yes. my biggest advice just say yes and see mm. where God takes you because supernatural things that only can come from God yeah. happens when you take all your anxieties and your fears and your insecurities and you take them away, even though that's so hard for me, yes. give it to God. Say yes. That's the biggest thing, the reward you get in heaven. Um, and when you just get, hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant, and just think of that now. Think of, like, whenever you're obedient to God, think of him saying that to you. Yes. Don't worry about what other people are going to say because people are mean and brutal. And people yes. will be like, why are you so, like, they're too Christian. And, like, oh my gosh, the people say that. We were, we were told people told us that. Talked, that. Like, talked cool. about it. And, like, this is, like, six months ago or whatever. And, like, I've already graduated, so this really affect me. But, like, it did hurt my feelings when people I've heard, like, one of my friends from church, she said she heard people talking about me and Darla. <laughs> like, why are they so... Like good, glad and they like, said that. Like I'm a Christian, <laughs> yeah. but they're too much, and I'm like, yeah, I am too much. Like yeah. I, but I am just trying to be obedient in my way, mm-hmm. and yes. and um, the truth is like, it's yeah. amazing when you're obedient. So my biggest advice: don't worry about what other people think about yeah. you. Yes. Just be who God made you to be, and be obedient, and surrender it all to God. So yes, yeah. that's awesome, Um, believing your your, your call to being more, to being more than this world, to being more than, um, you know, what, what you've kind of expected for your life mm-hmm. as we've mm-hmm. talked about. But, um, I mean, saying here I am, send me, that's, you know, kind of yes. my verse right now, uh, as I leave saying here I am, God, I'm going to do as you call me to, I'm, yes. you know, going to put my life and say okay I give everything to you whether it's leaving for another country whether it's stepping up at school you know where you are right now is your mission field and don't be afraid to step up like please please step up we need those world changers and you are called to it if you're a Christian you're called to being more for the Lord you are called Mm -hmm. to stepping up and so do not be afraid to do that and um you know it is scary but um so much comes out of it and living for eternity is in the sense of okay well what matters more does my comfort does my popularity Mm -hmm. does uh, my friends does Mm -hmm. my family does this um, situation um, you know my school whatever does that matter more than going stepping out in the cafeteria or whatever wherever and talking to this person or in class um telling them about jesus bringing them to jesus does that what matters more is their salvation or your comfort um and so saying lord i care about that person i'm going to step out whatever however that looks like just by living your life for god but also like we you know if there's uh i've heard china and mclean say like this i love that like i love her she said it like this um if there's a snake in your backyard i'm gonna tell you there's something awesome in called God, salvation. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make sure you don't go yeah. to hell. And it's their choice. But yes. we are to live our lives for that and tell them about it. And But in a loving, kind way, not yes. pushing. Yes. Um, but, you know. But she said, she was like, so if I go outside i see a snake and i come back in and then you go out and you get bit you'll be like why didn't you tell me about the snake yeah yes. and the and snake be is like, satan y'all and you're <laughs> like well i don't want to offend you i don't want to yeah. hurt your family yeah. all this stuff but yes. she was like no i wanted to warn you about the snake and so mm-hmm. that that yes. i love that what yeah. she said but also like continuing about advice y'all were talking about friends mm-hmm. um show me your friends i'll show you my your fu- future your future yeah. that's mm-hmm. a huge thing like my biggest people in my life have been Darla, my best friend Lindsay, um, my mentors at my church, and my mom and my dad have been like number one yeah. like for me and Darla our I parents, mean letting me go to another country is kind of yeah. saying something about them yeah. <laughs> like they, they they're, care about they're full of wisdom yeah. my grandparents too like full of wisdom mm-hmm. like telling me to trust God mm-hmm. and like just listen to those people who you trust and like who yes. are spending time with God like they have been huge huge yeah 
yes. part from our lives. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, really to my advice is don't be afraid to step up and care about their eternity, their salvation. Um, yes. But also, um, you know, knowing like, yeah, nothing is, you know, this all is temporary. So none of that mm-hmm. will satisfy you. God will. And yes. um, just, you know, experience that by just keep growing, keep growing mm-hmm. always. That is so awesome. I love all of that. That was, <laughs> that was a big piece of awesome. <laughs> That's funny. I think that is a really good note to end this on. And y'all, thank y'all so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I yes. have known y'all for years since I started going to Eastwood, mm. which now yeah. I'm at Simple, which is awesome. But um, And I just, I've known y'all for so long. And I just remember. Like nine years. Yes. <laughs> I was like, who am I going to have on this podcast? I was like, Mom, there's just someone who you look at them, and it's just like you can see God through them. And she was just like, what about Darla and Darcy? (gasps) (gasps) Oh, my gosh. You're so I was like, I've got to get them before they leave. And so y'all have just been like my biggest inspirations Mm. in high school. I'm going to be so sad when y'all leave. (laughs) I'm so glad we've gotten to like bond with you this past year, especially like um, y'all, Reagan has such a love for Jesus and getting to do spoken word with her twice this year was was like so fun. I loved it. It's sweet because as as a leader in SCA and I I was choosing, I was, you know, who am I going to choose to do spoken word? That's so cool. And I was just like, who has a light? Who has a fire? And I had no idea Reagan like did poetry and uh, all yes, this, I and it was, was so, so cool. cool. And it was like <laughs> yes. God, and I was like Reagan, like that'd be amazing. And it's so cool if if you're a leader, really focused on letting the people that you see something in, even if they haven't spoken, even if it's something new for them, being like God, I see that you're that they have a fire, and I'm yes. gonna, you know, letting that happen and be, yes. not being afraid of that. That is so awesome. It's so sweet to see you. And, oh, I love it. I'm so happy for both of y'all. This is so <laughs> awesome. And just thank y'all for being here today and Hi. just talking with <laughs> me. Um, I'm really hoping this will just help some people who, mm. you know, have gone through things that y'all are both going through and just even more some things that we haven't gone through. Mm. And I'm just really hoping this will reach some girls who are just really looking that advice and y'all are just two awesome people that I look up to so much thank so thank y'all for being here today and um I'll see y'all next time <laughs> <laughs>